Hey Rebels, we have two giveaways this week from our guests on Saturday, Tim and Ann Evans, talking about their book, Naked, Reclaiming Sexual Intimacy in Marriage. The first one is 20 Takeaways from 40 Years of Marriage. This is nuts and bolts stuff you can stick in your toolbox and put to use right now in your marriage. Definitely a good one. And the one everybody is talking about, why you and your spouse need to schedule sex and how to have it more frequently. To get these, head on over to timplusan.com. That's T-I-M-P-L-U-S-A-N-N-E.com. Sign up for their newsletter. We're going to send you both of those giveaways. Why you and your spouse need to schedule sex and how to have it more frequently. And 20 takeaways from 40 years of marriage. Get those. Hey, what's up, Rebels? It is Rebel Live Monday morning. It is July 17th. So good to see you all. Verse of the Day, sponsored by YouVersion, Bible.com, my favorite Bible app. It is Proverbs 20, verse 7. This is from the New Living Translation. The godly walk with integrity. Blessed are their children who follow them. We are recording. I'll have to strip the audio next time. I've got great audio for the podcast today. Hope you're all doing well. Let me pray for you before I start the day. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this great weekend we had Thank you for all the rebels out there in the struggle to be a better spouse and a better parent. Be with us all this week, Lord. Amen. Hope you're doing well. I've got the iPad up, and it was tipping over and over and over, and uh, hopefully it hopefully it stays upright. Um, okay, I missed this after Fourth of July, but I was uh, I forget where I saw it online. Uh, there is a fire department for somewhere, and I think it's Midwest or the South, wherever fireworks are illegal. And they have this huge Facebook post about how uh, just because you don't like fireworks doesn't make them illegal. Fireworks are legal in our town, even if it scares your dog. And I thought that was a hilarious Facebook post. So <laughs> I thought that was super funny. Uh, and then California, seriously, like, why do you make yourself look so bad? It's like you're trying to follow United Airlines marketing plan. What is going on with you? In Riverside, California, uh, the police department were offering a $1,000 reward for telling on your neighbors. If your neighbors were setting off illegal fireworks, uh, they were uh, going to give you a $1,000 reward, you know, apparently if someone was arrested. Um, and then if that wasn't awkward enough, uh, in some instances, you're going to have to testify in court against your neighbor. Uh, way to build community. Way to build neighborhoods there, Riverside. How ridiculous. How ridiculous. Um and let me tell you from personal experience, the Inland Empire is the greatest place for fireworks in all of Southern California. The Inland Empire, uh, the IE, is so much fun. Maybe one of the best Fourth of July parties I've ever been to was in the Inland, Inland Empire. Uh, and there were lots and lots of illegal fireworks there. And I asked the owner of the house, I said, what's the deal? And he goes, oh, cops have much better things to worry about than this out here. And I was like, oh, good times. So, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, I had a great 4th of July, as you all know. Uh, this past weekend, on Friday, I got to speak at Summit, which is why I had a very, very short video, um, because I was up there talking to the kids. That was a ton of fun, a ton of fun. Really uh, uh, smart kids uh, and honest kids. Very interesting. Um, I had a professor in college who I disagreed with uh, on everything, essentially, and she and I argued and fought all the time. Um, and I behaved incredibly, incredibly inappropriately on many, many, many occasions. And she tried to keep me from graduating at one point. 
uh, and I asked the kids, you know, was what she did right? And they were like, no, no. And I said, would you have done the same thing? And normally when I say that about half the crowd's like, no, no, I never would do that. I never would do that. Uh, and then I go liars, you know, and then we all laugh. Uh, this whole group, I said, would you have done the same thing? And the whole group, uh, just sat there and like, just kind of was like, huh? And thought about it. And I was like, that's very, very cool. Very, very, very cool. Um, I need to turn the sound off on the computer and tell producer Kristen, yes, I'm doing Facebook Live right now. Yeah. So let's, so let's talk about this today. Um, I was talking to the kids about Ephesians and I was up at Storks um, a few days before that. I did a little live video ahead of time, I think. Um, Laura and I, in fact, I videoed that. Maybe I'll put some video up on there. Um, what's up, Andrew Bruin? Good to see you down there. I've got a weight holding uh, the iPad in place because it was falling down. Uh, but I was talking about marriage and uh, this fusion marriage workshop that we're doing here. Um, gapcommunity.com slash fusion. Uh, is the website. We're putting that on next month. There's an information call tonight. In fact, I'll put a link up online. If you're if you're interested in coming to Fusion uh, this time around in August, or um, or if you are interested in coming to Fusion at some point, there's a great information call tonight uh, that we will. Uh, I'll, I'll have the information posted on Facebook today. Or you can contact me. How about that? Contact me. I'll post it on Facebook too. Um, it's really interesting just growing and learning and, you know, all the things that, uh, that we do as adults. Um, and I was in a situation recently where some people acted very, very consistently and consistently bad. Um, they were consistently, uh, negative and disruptive. Uh, and, and I, I was so bummed uh, this group of people made a decision I didn't like, and at the end of it, I thought, oh, of course, of course they did, and I was more, you know, I was upset the decision didn't go my way. I was more upset that I didn't expect it to turn out the way that it did. Does that make sense to you? You ever get around people? I think this happens a lot with family members. Um, when you grow up in, there it went, I knew it was going to happen. Uh, I'll put that weight back up here. Um, you know, if you've got a family member, if you've got an unhealthy relationship in your family and you grow up and you get some counseling, you get some wisdom, you get some help, whatever it is, and you move beyond that and you get around that person again. In fact, I was talking to a therapist about this specifically, uh, and uh, they had an alcoholic parent and said that when they're around their alcoholic parent, they revert back to who they were when they were a kid. And I was like, that's very interesting. Um, and I think lots and lots and lots of us do that. Uh, this therapist I worked with helped me immensely in my life, immensely, immensely in my life. And as we are all human beings, I was so thrilled they told me about this experience in their life because it made them human, even with all the wisdom I was being doled out. I mean, just just shoveled wisdom out on top of me. Um, still has issues and reverts back to a behavior that we don't want when we are triggered by a relationship. And this is, this is an interesting tightrope that I'm walking. It's that dance of grace that I've been talking about in marriage, but really all of this stuff, when you look at Ephesians, it covers uh, husbands, wives, parents, and slaves. Uh, 
Well, if in sons and daughters, so if you are if you're born, apparently you fall into one of those categories, and I think it doesn't just apply to spouses, parental relationships, or slave master relations. I think this applies to all relationships, and and here's what it is: fusion. I'm so into because it's transformational change in one weekend. You know, your marriage wherever it's at will get one level up. I can I can virtually guarantee it. I can't absolutely guarantee it just because people are people and if you don't invest then I can't guarantee anything for you. Uh, that's the other thing, you know, when I talk about that, when I go to uh, the Fusion Marriage Workshop or went to the, the Awaken that was put on by Gap, the reason I get so much out of it is because I invest in it. Uh, when I went to Ken Davis's uh, launch conference, uh, really, it's the impetus for what I'm doing with Rebel now. Uh, I'm doing what I'm doing today because I've invested in that. If you invest in your marriage, if you invest in your parenting abilities, if you invest in your work relationships, in all relationships, it'll work out. It, it will work better for you. And so here's the struggle I have. And let me know if you have this struggle too. Is believing in transformation, believing people can change, and yet understanding the consistency in most people and so not getting thrown off or surprised when they behave like they normally do. Does that make sense? This group of people was making a decision about my future, made a decision I didn't like, uh, and it was the decision they would most often make. It was the decision they would make based on their past and their experience and uh, all the behaviors I know about them. I should have seen it coming and I didn't. And I think let's, I'm going to unpack it a little bit. Maybe this is boring for you. And if it is, you know, watch the next one, whatever. Um, there was no evidence that they were going to make a different decision than they had in the past. I think that's where I'm going. So, so here's how it is. Um, the friends of mine that, that are putting fusion on with us, uh, Megan went to awaken the thing that I did and her husband hasn't gone to it yet. Um, and so this is very interesting. Now he wasn't expecting this, but this is just an example I have. They've got a great marriage. They went to fusion with us and there, these are some of our best, best friends. We hang out with them all the time. And if there was an area that Megan wanted to work on, if there was, excuse me, if there was, um, an issue that she had in her life, Curvin, her husband, could expect a change in her behavior after coming back from Awaken because that would be the impetus for it. There's there's something going on. Um, or if you're not going to anything, you know, if you're married and you don't like something your spouse is doing, let's say you don't like how they load the dishwasher or squeeze the toothpaste tube. I'm saying benign things because, you know, um, what if, maybe, maybe your husband's looking at porn and you don't like it. If he's not taking any steps to change that behavior, if he's saying, no, I don't want to look at it either, and oh, I know this is bad for our marriage, but he's not, um, man, he's not uh, reading a book or going to counseling or telling some friends or getting out in the open or putting uh, filtering software, any of those things, if nothing is going on except words, then when the, uh, when the behavior doesn't change, and you're disappointed, I think it's you and not and not the other person. I think if, um, you know, what's up, Sam? Good to see you. If your husband's looking at porn or if your wife is looking at porn and they are in an accountability group and they are putting filtering software on and all of those things, you can expect a change. If there is a breakdown, which happens all the time, it's, it's not, I say it's no big deal because failure is the norm. Success is the rarity. 
But if there is a breakdown and a failure, well, then, of course, it's okay to be sad in those instances and sad together, not uh, a shameful sad where you're isolating a person. But it's worse sad together because we thought it would be different this time around because we had taken all these steps, right? I think for me, I was disappointed in myself because I look at these people and nothing had changed in their life uh, except words and then they, they behave the exact same way. Well, guess what? That's how it is. You know, if I talk about fitness and I never do anything uh, and I stay the same shape, which is really all I'm, all, I'm, all I'm concerned about. I don't care about my body weight up or down. Everybody keeps telling me I'm too thin, but I'm not doing anything to stay thin. I'm just working out. Um, uh, but if all I do is talk about fitness, if all I do is talk about Jim Windler and 531 or CrossFit or Tabatas or high intensity interval training, or, or, or if I only talk about, you know, ketogenic diets or, um, Hey Sandy, how you doing? So good to see you. Uh, you know, if I'm only talking about eating, eating healthy and I'm not doing it and my body stays the same and I'm all disappointed, well then it's me. Uh, and if people around me are like, Oh, I can't believe, you know, Ryan's body didn't change even though he never worked out and he still ate, you know, he was still Cheeto fingers all day. Well then you being disappointed that I didn't change, uh, because it's all words I think that's our fault in those instances. Now, if I am working out, and you know, this is my story with working out, how I got into CrossFit, how I got into ketogenic training and diet, how I got into intermittent fasting, all the things that I'm into. Uh, my trainer, Jess, lives down the street from me. Jess and Dan, her husband, um, just the greatest couple. My goodness, they are so in shape. And uh, we have all these uh, cul-de-sac neighborhood things we do. And they were down there, and she's a professor of health sciences at um, uh, a university here in Colorado Springs. And, and I said, you know, I've been thinking about getting a trainer again. And she's like, great, I do training. And so we went and met with her. And this is what I told her. I said, Jess, I'll do anything you want me to do for three months. Anything you want me to do, I'll do. Any diet you tell me to eat, any workout you tell me to do, anything you want, I'm yours for three months. But if I don't see some serious gains, if I don't see some serious body modification, if I don't see a radical transformation in my life in three months, I'm probably never going to work out again. Because at the time, uh, I was probably around 180, so about 40, 35 pounds more than I am right now. 35, 40 pounds more than I am right now. I was, you know, and I didn't like the way I looked, but with the right clothes, who cares, right? I'm married. Laura didn't really care that much. Um, so who cares? And she went back to her husband. I was like, oh my goodness, Rod's never going to work out again. What's going to go on? And he's like, don't you believe in all you preach? And she's like, yeah, I totally believe in it. He's like, well, put him through the ringer. And she did. She totally put me through the ringer. Uh, I mean, she got me on a whole, whole 30 eating, um, which, man, if you want to talk about that stuff, I am all about it. My life has absolutely transformed since I started seeing Jess. Started eating differently. I started getting into CrossFit. Started lifting heavy weights along with the cardio not just cardio. And I lost 40 pounds. Uh, and me having, you know, I was born with an autoimmune disease. So when I lose a bunch of weight, no one really knows what to say. And so, uh, my doctor's like, are you trying to lose weight? I'm like, dude, look at me. Yeah, I'm trying to lose weight. And he's like, oh, okay, good, good, good. And I'm like, oh, you thought I was sick. And he's like, I didn't know how to ask. I'm like, you're a doctor. Just ask, you know, are you sick again? Is that why you're losing weight? Um, no, I'm losing weight. Cause I feel amazing. And that was my point. Jess and Dan and Laura and myself should have been disappointed if there was no change in my body. If I still had 25% body fat uh, and 
if I still weighed 180 pounds at the end of those three months after working out like I did and after eating like I did, if there was no change in my body, there would be a great reason for all of us to be disappointed. But if I didn't do any of the workouts she gave me, if I didn't eat any, you know, do any of the changes in my lifestyle for, for diet, if I didn't do any of those things at the end of those three months, nobody should be disappointed that my body didn't change and I still look like Cheeto fingers. That shouldn't be a disappointment. So I think that's where the stuff that we're talking about here on Rebel, the things that we talk about, I believe in grief and I believe in sadness and disappointment and I believe in showing those things when it's necessary. I'm just trying to be smarter in my life about what upsets me. My friend Elizabeth, uh, in fact, I'm going to go stay with her this weekend. Elizabeth, hope you're looking at this. Um, she taught me that phrase, people are consistent. Uh, and I thought that's very interesting. People are really consistent. And if you don't see them taking any steps to change their life, then you should expect them to behave the way they've always behaved. And then nobody's getting upset anymore. And so you just erase a bunch of, uh, just her, don't tell people your dreams, goals, show your dreams and goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Roseboro, what's happening? What's happening, Mark Roseboro? Good to see you. Um, yeah, so I think if you believe in transformation, and I believe in transformation, um, if you believe, believe in transformation and you see somebody taking the right steps to transform, then you can expect change in behavior. But if you don't see that and you're still getting upset, if you've got an alcoholic parent and when they drink, they get abusive, and you really wish they didn't. I understand that completely. And if they continue to drink and they have continued to do, you know, all those things, well, then you need to remove yourself from that situation when that goes on. Exactly why I stopped watching the Browns. Oh, goodness gracious, goodness gracious, Sam Die. Sam Die. That's hilarious, Mark Roseboro. It's so great to see you. Um, yeah, I think, you know, People always ask me, how do you not throw the baby out with the bathwater? And for me, the other part of it is, this is the other part, is grace, is extending grace, especially when people don't deserve it. Do you see what I'm saying? So um, you got an alcoholic parent and they say abusive things when they drink and you try to remove yourself from that situation and you get into a situation where they're drinking and you can't leave for some one reason or another and they say hurtful things to you. Man, isn't that sad? And can we just be sad about that situation? Uh, can we be sad about that? I mean, if you like, I'm we're coaching um, some couples right now, and one of the one of the husbands is, is struggling with porn, and he's really doing. I mean, he's got Circle and he's got Net Nanny and got rid of his laptop, and they put the main computer out in the open, and he got a dumb phone, and I mean, all the things you want to do if you want to stop looking at porn, he's doing it. And he looked at porn the other night, and we're all sad. But we're not isolating him away from everybody. We're just saying we're sad. And I know he's sad. And I know he feels super bummed. And it's just a huge letdown. And in those situations, when you isolate a person, and you're like, well, then you can't come home anymore. And I'm never going to talk to you again. And all those things, I just don't believe in that. I just don't know where Christ showed the isolation principle working in addiction or struggles or failures. Um, again, I don't think you should allow yourself to be abused. But I think understanding that we're all human beings is a hard, hard thing to do. Extending grace is a hard, hard thing to do. Who's got two thumbs and is bad at extending grace? This guy. 
but it's the right thing to do. It just is. It's the right thing to do. And, um, I'm just trying to practice at it. I think, you know, I watch Gary V all the time and he repeats things over and over and over again. If you, if you're a fan of comedy, Chris Rock has this comedy style where he, he states a premise and then he restates the premise and he restates the premise and he restates the premise and he brings you along on this journey. And for me, this is a journey, this journey of grace, this journey of living like Ephesians, uh, this journey of, of, of trying to lay my life down like Christ did for the church, the journey that, that wives are of submitting as if it's under the Lord, it's, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. It's a good struggle, but it's a struggle nonetheless. Man, I love you guys. Hope you're doing well. It's about a half hour of my time. Uh, I will be back more times this week. Uh, so many things going on. Uh, so many things going on. The new website, I'm telling you, we are, we are this close from launching everything brand new. It is so amazing. The company that we're working with, I am overwhelmed, blessed, overwhelmed, overwhelmed, blown away. I think blown away, the whole blessed thing, that's hilarious. Uh, but I am definitely, uh, my mind is being blown by these guys. They're doing so much amazing stuff for us. I can't wait to show you. Uh, they have asked me to keep it on, uh, keep it under wraps for right now. Otherwise, I would just be blasting out all these new photos, man, because it is so, so, so sick. I can't wait to show you. Um, again, check back on the website in just a few minutes because I will have links up for uh, the Fusion phone call tonight, uh, which will give you all the information about Fusion, even if you're not going to go to this one in Colorado Springs, which I highly recommend. And by the way, it is filling up quickly. If you want to go, and here's the other deal. You can put half down now, and then the rest isn't due until uh, the week of Fusion. And if you sign up before uh, tomorrow night, um, uh, before tonight, uh, it's 50 bucks off. So it's a 550 instead of 600. Andrew Bruin, having experience being on the receiving end of the isolation doctrine, I can attest to the incomplete nature of it. Yep, it is. It's true, Andrew. It is. Uh, and I've, I, I worked uh, at a rehab center um, and I've had friends go to rehab, but I've been to a number of different rehab centers, and I can tell you the ones that uh, that are based on shame and isolation don't work. Uh, and most rehabs don't work. That's the whole thing, man. If, if you've got people that struggle with addiction uh, and you need help in that area, please contact me, help at rebelparenting.org, help at rebelparenting.org. I, I am all about getting people struggling with addiction help, and I have looked deeply into it. So the shame and isolation does not work. That's what I can tell you. Jail doesn't work. Uh, and let's get a talk on prison reform someday, man. Let's get some people on here to talk about prison reform. Uh, my belief is that the greatest punishment you can give somebody is to get them healthy enough to understand what their action, the consequences their actions have on individuals and society. Let that one mull over, and uh, I will try to be back for Wellness Wednesday in two. God bless. Love y'all. Hey, Rebels, we have two giveaways this week from our guests on Saturday, Tim and Ann Evans, talking about their book, Naked, Reclaiming Sexual Intimacy in Marriage. The first one is 20 Takeaways from 40 Years of Marriage. This is nuts and bolts stuff you can stick in your toolbox and put to use right now in your marriage. Definitely a good one. And the one everybody is talking about, why you and your spouse need to schedule sex and how to have it more frequently. To get these, head on over to timplusand.com. That's T-I-M-P-L-U-S-A-N-N-E.com. Sign up for their newsletter. We're going to send you both of those giveaways. Why you and your spouse need to schedule sex and how to have it more frequently. And 20 takeaways from 40 years of marriage. Get those.